Hey folks, this is Starvin Marvin, and you're listening to Chasing Birdies. Hey everybody, thanks again for joining us here on Chasing Birdies, and we are now into 2023. Happy New Year, y'all. Hope everyone had a good weekend, my man. What about you? You over there? Happy, happy New Year. It's so good to be here. 2023, I've been mm-hmm. waiting on you, baby. Um, today's episode is brought to you by Lynx Brewing, so make sure you go over to lynxbrewing.com. Uh, we got some cool stuff. I'm set to have a conversation with Jeff any day now, uh, which I'm really excited about when that happens, to plan 23 with the Lynx Brewing crew. So I'm sure we're going to have some cool stuff to to share with you all in the next coming episodes. Mm. Yep, 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 man. But I tell I, you. My, my ass hurts <laughs> from the pounding that I took on Monday. On the football games? But Oh, my God. First off, Bowl games. Illinois game. That was a bad beat. Our, our buddy, like... Our buddy B Cats, like Bud, he pops in every once in a while for a bet. Tells us how he got it at three and a half. It's they're up by three. We're, we're happy as clams because yeah, we're gonna break piece. even. Yeah. We, six seconds left. He texts back, "Sorry, they lateral. They ran it back. We all lose." I mean, Bud, like, but can we what, get a little bit of positivity in this? This is not the way to start the new year off at all. So do that. Then um, LSU absolutely throttled. Oh my God, okay. Purdue waxed. USC in Tulane. The USC was up by 14. I think they were up 12, bud. 12. With four to go. Mm-hmm. With four minutes to go. And you know what the point spread was, bud? Minus one and a half, USC. Minus one and a half, USC. And guess who lost? They lost, yeah, but They were by up, one. Up, so mm-hmm. there we go. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we're off to a roaring start. The Pittsburgh Penguins in the Winter Classic, well, you know, of course, it was a plus 155. We took them just because... Hey, why not? You know what? If they win, great. We make some extra cash. If they lose, well, we're in the same position as yep. the other games. Losers. Cool vibe. And they though. lost. Yeah, they did. Good, it was good a cool vibe. vibe. It was a good vibe. It was a cool vibe. So that was a tough day to, to um, swallow. Uh, it, it was tough. Uh, I'm really looking forward to this national championship. It's already minus 14 and a half, dude. Hey, but go back to Saturday, New Year's Eve. I can't say that I am totally shocked that TCU beat Michigan. I can't because TCU has played so well all year. And when that QB gets hot, I don't know, man. I they, mean, they won. I mean, they won. The NCAA is hating life, though, with them there. They the NCAA mm-hmm. is hating life with them there. Do you eat pork? Yeah, pork, you sauerkraut. Pork, Did you get it in? Yeah. Nice. I'm a big kibasi guy. No. Kibasi uh, with sauerkraut, with onions. And a little bit of yellow mustard. Uh, and then I take the mashed potatoes and put a little bit of sauerkraut in that. Mix that around. I love me some sauerkraut. I eat it once a year, but Does that kind of mess you up with gout? The no. kraut? No. Knock on wood, boys. We've been, I mean, here we go. Kiss of death. But we're not even going to go down that road. No, let's not. Um, do it, we got a golf trip here in another week. But the early point, the point spread of the, the, the Georgia TCU game is 14 and a half Georgia. Um. Uh, Again, I mean, TCU, we never thought they'd be here. So who knows? Are we stupid not to take them? I'm rooting for the Bulldogs. We've got too many friends out in Nashville and across the country, for that matter, that are Bulldog fans. So go, dogs, go. Uh, I'm going to roll with them. Yeah. No, I think. I Whatever think, point spread there is. I don't think it's a bad play, man. Um, they didn't be, play their best against Ohio State. They did so not. They did not. Uh, and, and everything's falling. 
falling the way for the Steelers right now too, man. They got a big weekend coming up. I know. What are they going to do? Um, pork and sauerkraut. I just screamed, but we just were talking about that pork and sauerkraut, man. And we're talking about that food. And that's kind of what we're talking about today on Chasing Birdies with Starvin' Marvin Jr., Instagram guy that AKA loves Pat Ferris. Pat Ferris, big golfer. Check him out on Instagram, Starvin' Marvin Jr. I mean, this guy will make you drool without you even hitting play. Stuff's good, bud. And I mean, I just made a mushroom Swiss burger last night. And I was going to send it to you guys, but then I thought to myself, you know what, Starvin doesn't want to get these damn texts. Like, bud, leave him alone. Yeah, All right, I, I sent him 100 texts of this chili that I made, which for the future, if you guys are making chili in these cold months, go to Starvin' Marvin Jr.'s website. But you sent him a picture of your food the other night, and then you said, I didn't make it, LOL. <laughs> it was your dinner from the restaurant. You had him food. I went to Out of the Fire Cafe here in, Pittsburgh, in Donegal. Uh, it was good, and I thought the preparation was very nice, and I said I didn't make it. <laughs> so, um, but... Yes, very cool interview to uh, hear somebody that has a, a real, it's almost like us. We have real lives, but, you know, you're chasing that, that little yep. Instagram and, and making meals for other people to see. He's having fun doing it, uh, and he really enjoys it. So, Yeah, man. No, let's get this thing rolling right now here. Starving Marvin Jr. on Chasing Birdies. All right, y'all. Welcome back here to another episode of Chasing Birdies, and we are into the new year of 2023. And we are into a new realm of guests here on Chasing Birdies right out the gate. We got Pat Ferris, a.k.a. Starvin' Marvin on Instagram joining us today. Talk about all his food, his golfing, all that jazz. My man, thank you. No, thank you. Um, this is a, a privilege and a pleasure. Uh, as I joke with you, there must have been a, a bunch of guests that canceled for me to get the first look <laughs> in 2023. But uh, happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Well, honestly, Jonathan has been talking about you, I feel like, forever. I mean, yeah, he's like, for a couple of months. Well, I found him on Instagram. Well, I didn't find him, but it like popped up and I started following him. And, and then I'm like watching his videos and I'm thinking, wow, this guy would be really interesting to have on the podcast because let's be honest, bud, we've never had anybody on here that's cooked before. Nice. So, Very cool. We try to cook, but we, we won't say we're good. Um, I mean, we'll but get into that. Cheese. I texted with Jonathan a few times, and I think we 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 helped each other out there. I think we got him going. Yeah, so, he, uh, we we will get into that about the chili and all that jazz. But yes, so Pat, you're are we uh, Pat starving Mark? Which one? Either you one. To, either okay. one. Because it's like starving Marvin, tomato. Right? Yeah, starving, yeah, starving Marvin. Marvin. Uh, <laughs> your your real life. What is it that you do? Yeah, so I am in, it's funny, um, when I first started doing this back in quarantine, which we'll get into more details, one of my best friend's father was like, did Pat lose his job? Is he, is he okay? Like, is he doing a, a food thing now? Uh, so I did not lose my job. Um, I do work for a big insurance company out of New York. I've been there for 16 years, started there as a summer intern. Uh, and this is just a total side hobby, mm -hmm. uh, love of food, golf, and everything in between. Uh, but I do work for a big insurance company out of Manhattan. Are Are you in New York right now? Currently, is that uh, right live? outside? So I'm in a small town called Darien, Connecticut, which is a big commuter town into New York City. Okay. Uh, we moved out here for the same company, uh, but different role back in 2010. So we've been in Darien for for better part of 12 years now. So you're probably about 40 minutes from Wingfoot. Yeah, not even. Well, with traffic, yes. Without traffic, about 25. So Mamaroneck is. 
right down the road. We're the third town in in that little tail in Connecticut. So like 15 minutes from the New York border. Yeah, I just drove down from Orange, Connecticut. Oh, sure. Down the Wingfoot. And uh, so it was a nice hour, yeah. exciting drive. Well, it was, an, it was supposed to be an hour. It turned into two hours. But Oh, jeez. I was going to say, yeah, depending on the time of day, that can be a brutal drive. But certainly worth the wait when uh, you get to Wingfoot. That's a special place. So like you said, you're in the insurance uh, game. You've been in it for a long time. And uh, let's be honest, the reason we have you on is because of your Instagram handle, Starvin Marvin. And uh, how did this whole thing come about, uh, basically putting yourself out there? Because that's what it is. You are putting yourself out there. And it's a little awkward. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, uh, uh, I'll give you the short version. So in 2019, before the pandemic, I was on a plane every week, Monday through Thursday for the most part. So we would make an effort. I've got a wife and three little kids. We would make an effort to sit down for Sunday dinner um, together as a family every Sunday. Uh, and then COVID happens, and that turned in from one night a week to seven nights a week around the dinner mm-hmm. table because we were all home. And one night, I just started uh, prepping for Sunday dinner. My kids started filming. We made a little reel uh, on Instagram um, and had some fun with it, and it just stuck. And then when we came out of the pandemic, I started to hit the road again. Uh, for the insurance company we were just talking about and started traveling again and took it to the road and, you know, would do food reviews, but still come home and cook and and film them. And it just stuck. So it was just kind of by chance, um, nothing that was, um, you know, really a goal or an ambition or anything just kind of happened and uh, we're keeping doing it. So that's kind of like chasing birdies, to be honest with you. 100%. I think we were a little more under the influence whenever we did it, bud, but, um, Well, in COVID, I don't know this. I can't remember. Yeah, it would have been during COVID. So I feel like COVID just kind of like as bad as it was, I feel like some good things had come from COVID, right? I mean, obviously the game of golf has grown because of COVID, but in your case, you know, now you're, you're doing your thing on Instagram with your, your starving Marvin and would that have happened because of COVID? I don't know. I, yeah, I, I don't know that it would. Um, and I agree, right? There obviously was a lot of trials and tribulations through that time, but a lot of good that came out of it. Obviously, you know, the, the Zoom and the technology, if we did this three years ago, I would have no idea how to click your link and get in here. And this morning it was like, a you know, another day that ended right. in a So yeah. um, certainly a lot that uh, has come out of it for good and certainly a lot of, uh, obviously, tragedy, but but I think we came out on top. Yeah. Now, the whole, the whole Starvin Marvin name, is an interesting because I listened to a podcast you were on previously and, and it was interesting. Why don't you tell everybody how you came from Pat Ferris to Starver Marvin? Yeah, so we used to in high school, some buddies and I, we would, you know, we'd go out to lunch together, go grab breakfast sandwiches at the local eatery up in the Hartford area we grew up in. Like, hey man, you hungry? Or yeah, I'm starving. And someone else would say, I'm I'm starving Marvin. <laughs> I'm starving Marvin Sr. <laughs> And it just became stupid. Um, so when we started doing this food thing, you know, I was like, it's kind of catchy. It, it rhymes, obviously. And then I went to go into Instagram. Starvin Marvin had already been taken. So I settled for Starvin Marvin Jr. Jr. So uh, it was kind of just a inside joke with high school buddies. And I uh, figured I'd dust it off and, and, and bring it back out. And here it is. It's, here it it's, is. It's an Instagram <laughs> handle now. Exactly. Yeah, on your exactly. hats. I'm sure the boys got some hats with, with the Starving Martin yes, Jr. Yes, yes, definitely some uh, some free gear, gear and free swag for sure. So your boys, obviously you're a golf addict, which we'll get into that. But um, 
you know, I would be, if I was your friend and we were going golfing, I would be like, dude, what are you bringing today for the turn? Like, what do you got in a bag? You got any good protein puffs, any good energy things? Like, is that kind of how it is with you with your boys or not really? You know, I've never really gotten into like the protein bars or the, you know, like the little yeah. ooze and gummies. I haven't gotten to that. Um, I'm big into whatever the kind of, um, you know, little thing or the little uh, nuance at each club, right? You've got like mm-hmm. the, you're just talking wing foot, right? You got the ginger snaps and the peanut butter and the, in the mm-hmm. pub there at Fisher's, you got the peanut butter and jelly and bacon. Like, I want to know what the signature knickknack or snack is at the turn at whatever club it is, or even the munis, right? That maybe have their own thing. Mm-hmm. So I typically mm-hmm. don't bring a lot to the course. I got certainly open and, and willing to try anything and everything at whatever the local, you know, little signature thing is. Well, so uh, Ryan, and you can tell the story, Ryan, about your turtle soup uh, over at PV. If you'd like to tell Starvin this story, it's kind of fun. Yeah, turtle soup. You've got my attention already. Well, we go to Pine Valley for a birthday to play golf, and it rains the whole time. I mean, it rains the whole time. So we're sitting in the clubhouse, and we get the news that we're not going back out not going back out. So we're at Pine Valley for a weekend and we did not play one hole of golf. Oh, we're come on. To be there for the weekend. Yeah, it was it was it was a total oh. drag, but but everyone's talking about that soup. I think it was turtle soup or it was um, turtle soup, yeah, with a little bit of brandy in it. Yeah. No way. So you got to try the turtle soup when you're at Pine Valley. So obviously me, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to give it a shot, right? Um, wasn't that good? It's no. an acquired taste, right? It's not bad. But like, was it a special that day, or is that like something no, that's, that's that is for? there on the menu at all times? The turtle soup, and they just yeah. call it that, or is it actual like turtle I, in there? I think it's actual turtle. Bass, no, did, was there a I've little protein in there, bud? I I can't answer that honestly. I don't I don't recall if it's actual turtle. It is called turtle soup. Um, it tastes like drunk. chicken, that, right? Tastes like chicken. It's, it's just <laughs> he was drunk. Yeah, like I'd rather eat rabbit. I don't know if you ever had rabbit before. Yeah, yeah, I actually have. That's that's good it's stuff. Little, it's a little greasy, but it's it's good, right? Like at the end of the yeah. day, you don't realize you're eating rabbit, but you know it's um, like alligator too, bud. But dude, the like, crazy thing uh, that is wild too. But Pine Valley, so we went out there for that weekend, didn't play, and then we got another opportunity to go out like a year later. The same shit happened. We didn't even go out this time, but yeah, the, we, the storm was so bad. Same like, thing. Hey, same thing. Forge. We're not going out. So, oh gosh. So, long story short, Ryan's never played it. I invited him again <laughs> last year, two years ago. He told me no, and uh, it went down. So maybe he is it. the wow middleman of why this shit always gets canceled. That's it's unbelievable. Crazy. So you've been so, to Pine Valley, you've had the turtle soup, but haven't played one hole. Haven't golf played game. one hole, and he spent a lot of money in the pro shop. But oh, I'm good sure. Swag for there. I'm no, sure. Pro shop's the size of a phone booth, and I mean it's it loaded up. Wow. Have you been there? I have not. That is oh one place gosh. I have not been. Um, yeah, there's a there's a member pro shop, right? And a and yeah. a guest with a member logo with without yep. saying Pine Valley. Like I love that kind of stuff too. Like that's I love cool. that. We'll we'll get into the logo game. Okay. Uh, right. But the starving Marvin, and again, like I said, I found you on Instagram. It's really cool. And I I went down the road of clicking on your chili link because I want a chili, and I said, you know what? I'll give this one a shot. But like a hundred text messages later that I sent him, 
we, we had chili. Like, I probably, I felt so bad. I'm texting this no, guy. No, it's great. Hey, I love it. Dude, like, the cocoa, can I substitute the bacon with something else? Like, the cocoa, does it have to be the cocoa? Like, we're... But, dude. Starvin, I want to know how Jonathan hits you up, and then how do you guys exchange numbers? Like, I want to know what his message to you looked like, because this got to be kind of weird. Goofy. No, no, I, I don't think it was. I feel like it was uh, maybe a DM that started in Instagram, right? And then a picture we, of me. Did, <laughs> <laughs> sold, right? Sold right yeah. from there. Uh, but we started texting. And, but listen, that's the you're like, oh, I'm starting to body like that. That's the beauty of it, right? Like that trying to get in the kitchen, try new things, putting yourself out there. Like you said before, you know, I think there's a lot of parallels in golf. I remember my mom who was an avid tennis player growing up in paddle tennis, took the game of golf and was like terrified to go to the range. We had a grew up at this small club called Hot Meadow Country Club in Simmonsbury, Connecticut, with a you know, unbelievable professional there. And he had this wooden divider from the range and his his teaching, you know, setup. And, you know, people would shank him and hit this board and make this loud sound from time to time. So my mom was terrified to go out there and hit the range. But sure enough, she kind of you know, put herself out there. Yeah, I went from time to time and then a little bit more, a little bit more. And now she plays more golf than my dad does, you know, 15, 20 years later. So yep. I love the parallels between golf and cooking, you know, try out there, you know, don't take yourself too seriously. And it's okay to fail a little Chase bit. birdies in the yeah, kitchen exactly. on the golf course. So long story short, bud, I sent him a DM. All right, there you go. I send a lot I, of people DMs. I know and that, he was so kind to respond. And we were trying to schedule, we've been trying to do this for four months probably now, get him on the air. So that's why I got his number. And then I started to make chili and I texted the guy. And my sister-in-law loved that chili. So she asked me to make it for her. She just had her uh, second baby and she asked me to make it for her and bring it over to her. I love which it. Which I'm not going to do. That made my day when you text me that. So, and you know, hey, chili, you can't really mess up chili, right? Everyone's got a chili. Yeah, and- I w- chili is like one of those things where, like, if you like it, that's all that matters, right? Like, it's like pizza. You, you put in, it's not real bad. No, no, no. I disagree. Pizza, I love pizza. I mean, I can kill a pizza, but <laughs> there, there is such thing as not a good pizza. Like, no, what I do you think? But- no, I think, I think, okay, starving. So, here's a good question. On a pizza, what is more important to you? Is it the sauce? Is it the dough? Or is it how the, the pizza is, is cooked? Like, is it? Yeah, for me, for me it's the dough. Um, I agree with Jonathan with this one. I, I mean, man, I'm, I'm a fat kid at heart. Um, I, I love all pizza. Is there good pizza and bad pizza? Absolutely. But I've never had pizza I haven't liked just because I love pizza. But dough, to me, just like... A cheesesteak, right? You could have a great oh. cheesesteak, but if there's too much bread, it stinks. Mm-hmm. Cheeseburger, right? If you have not a good bun, it ruins the cheeseburger. For me, same thing with the dough. You know, the sauce is the sauce, but the dough is, you can really mess it up with bad dough. There's a uh, pizza joint in, Hart- is it Hartford, Connecticut? Um, number one pizza place in the country. Is it still number one, Pepe's Pizza? That Yeah, New Haven. They're now all over the place. Okay. Um, yeah, I think someone was telling me that I think New Haven's now the pizza capital of the United crazy. States. Yeah, I, um, I, I, I think you said you listened to the last last podcast. I'm going to get flack for this, but I, I love New Haven pizza. But for me, Colony Grill in Stamford, Connecticut, is by far and away the best pizza in Connecticut. I know I'll get crucified for that, um, but that is the best pizza in Connecticut. You know, New Haven pizza is a style. It's that burnt crust, the brick oven, which again I love. Um, 
But I, Pepe's isn't even my favorite in New Haven. I go. Pepe's maybe not be favorite anywhere. Sally's number one. Bar number two. Modern, modern three. Pepe's four in New Haven. People but won't like that. That's my at least take. I made at least I made top four, bud. Um, <laughs> so you, your brother owns a restaurant in Denver. Is that correct? M- mine. Yeah. Does your brother have a, a restaurant? No, I actually don't have a brother. I have a sister. Um, I'm trying to think. Denver. Who would be in Denver? So I was looking at one of your videos, and you were trying a burger at someone's brother's shop, someone's restaurant. In oh, 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 no, that's the name of the place, my brother's burger. That's like the actual name Get of the- Get the fuck out. Yeah. I was like, my man's- Like, have you smoked today already or what? <laughs> no, I, I, mean, I didn't. I, but it, it said that. What he just yeah. said is- No, 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 said, no. My... you are spot on. There is a place <laughs> in like Denver proper. I was He's there like, for a- Do I have a brother that I've never met before? <laughs> no, that, that dude. I tell you what, that place was really good. I was there for a work conference. There was a big conference, like three or four days, and at the end, uh, we went and grabbed lunch before we head back to the airport. And someone who had lived there, you know, working on the desk somewhere um, years ago, was like, "We have to go to this place, my brother's bar. I think that's what it's called, my brother's bar." Yeah. And they have a cheeseburger there with jalapeno cream cheese on it. Mm. Sounds a little unorthodox, but it was dynamite dynamite mm. i yeah i because i look at your instagram handle and i i immediately start drooling uh, <laughs> i love that you throw in some golf shots like at a yep. couple events you know but then at the same time it's all just food but like what's your health checkup look like because you oh. know that cat <laughs> i mean you got to be concerned a little bit or yeah. at least right? i luckily uh you know have like good genes i have good cholesterol so i do go to the annual physical and get that all straightened out i i do run quite a bit um, I don't right. love to run, but I love the way I feel after. So I'm uh-huh. I'm out there like three or four days a week getting a good run in. I, we've got like a little gym in our basement. I'll get a Peloton or mm-hmm. I mean, I, you see these guns. They're not very big, but I do yeah. lift, try and lift weights once in mm-hmm. a while. So you're uh, on top of your health at least. Yeah. I mean, like I, I work out so I can eat more and not, you know, keel over and croak. <laughs> yeah. that. Well, that's the thing. Like what's that one guy's oh. name? On the Food Network, he's got that white hair, it's spiked up. Oh yeah, but he's Guy Fieri. Yeah, Guy Fieri. I mean, I mean, guy bro, he's is... one cheeseburger away from dropping dead. Yeah, he's you know maybe he's lifting weights. I mean, I tell you what though, I give that guy credit. He has made an absolute career and brand out of that diners, driving the dives, and now his you know his uh, his restaurants. The guy's out kicked his coverage. He's done a really good job. So, so starving. You've you and I again were texting a little bit. I saw that you were in Pittsburgh, and I said, "What the hell, man? You don't even hit me up." And you know, <laughs> and you made yeah. a stop at a place that is very near and dear to our hearts here in Pittsburgh, which is to anybody else disgusting. Um, but Permanis, and what did you have at Permanis? Tell us a little about your thoughts about Permanis. All right, I absolutely loved Permanis, and and here's why: I am a sucker for like. Local greasy spoon, hole in the wall, dive. That's my lane. Um, mm-hmm. You know, again, I've been very fortunate and privileged to, you know, have the fancy steak dinners at a corporate dinner or lunch, but mm-hmm. those, those get old, right? Um, I mm-hmm. love going in behind, peeling back the onion and seeing what a city town has to offer. And that place was fantastic. I had, that was my, believe it or not, first trip to Pittsburgh ever. And I, I had some last. good ones. We had uh, a meeting at the Duquesne Club, which was very, very cool. Jonathan the, was a cool there. spot. It's a cool spot. Amaretto cookies there. Ooh, those are dynamite. Yep. 
We had uh, a round at Pittsburgh Field Club, which was absolutely beautiful. Great mm-hmm. track, fast greens. And then for Manti Brothers before I head back to the airport. So, I mean, it was like a, a hour period. You a little bit of everything. Yeah, it was great. It was great. I was there for an offsite meeting um, and got a little bit of everything in like 48 hours. It was great. You you missed. So, so on the Permani side of things, if I'm there with you, I'm going to tell you whatever you order, right? So like their number two selling is the cheesesteak. Okay. But their number one selling item there is Icy Light. Not oh. a lot of people know that. I think I had a pastrami uh, sw- cheese and the fries with the white bread. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. what I get. And you add yeah. an egg onto that. Oh, so now we're trying. I had the what's the local beer? I had a couple of those. Icy yeah. light. Is that what it was? I thought yeah, it was icy light, or or there's Yingling, um, which is not local anymore. No, no, no. Yeah, uh, I've had Yingling. Was it Chase and Birdie Blondale? Maybe. I thought it was something. That might have been Chase and Birdie Blondale. <laughs> oh, that would that would be that would be that would be sicko. Um, the private but, stash, the reserve stash in the back. I think they had the Chase and Birdies. Yeah. So the whole thing of where you were in the strip district, so that's the original Permanis, but the truck drivers there didn't have time to sit down and enjoy a sandwich with the fries on the side and the coleslaw on the side. So they just had it all thrown onto a sandwich, and that is how Permanis got formed. Love and that. another thing about the city of Pittsburgh that I don't think a lot of people notice is that we put French fries on everything, salads, sandwiches. You don't see that shit anywhere across the country yeah who who doesn't like fries on anything right it's like well, have you ever heard someone say there's too much bacon on something like yeah they have high up. cholesterol like me at the age of 36 so i try to avoid <laughs> um so peanut oil i love it anyway i, I love Fumantes. that was uh, i would go back there in a heartbeat um i'll have to order better next time with you um well, it's gonna be with us next time we'll have you up and we'll play some golf at some some other spots other than love, the it. Club. love it so like like me when I'm in the kit, like I do, and I'm not just saying this because you're on a show, and he knows that. And Jonathan's the same way, truthfully. He likes to cook. We send pictures of shit we're doing, like trying to make some shit. Like I, I thoroughly enjoy it. I'm not saying I'm good, but I like to try try new things. So I smoked some chicken thighs, and I had leftover chicken, and I had like these little flour tortillas. So I thought it would be cool to put the chicken on a tortilla with a little cheese, and bake them, and. I'm thinking I'm making this really cool dish, right? And then I pull it out and cheese melt, chicken's hot, and I cut them up and I'm like, this is fucking great, right? But then I realized all I did was make a quesadilla. So like <laughs> I'm I'm sitting there and I'm like, you didn't do anything out of the ordinary, but you just made Which a quesadilla. I did no, I you smoked them. You smoked the chicken thighs, you said though? Yeah, they were leftovers from the previous night. So I Yeah, that's some, that's good. That's legit. What do you use? Cause there's this big you know this. We could go to the whole rabbit hole of smoking meats. What do you use as a smoker? What's your your uh, your smoking apparatus? I have a pit boss vertical. Okay. Um, electric smoker, obviously, but um, I got it about a year and a half ago. But and I've done everything but the big boy. I've not done a brisket yet. But yeah, that, that's a lot of work. I've uh, I went. I did like a smoking stint a bunch of years ago and got like so into it. It's fun. I've got a buddy down the street who's spectacular. So I usually now just ride his coattails and eat stuff. I have some college buddies that went down the Traeger route and they're obsessed oh, yeah. with their Traeger. I give them a hard time. That to me is like cheating a little bit with the wood pellets, but they they love it and swear by it. Well, it's like it's like Team Traeger, Team Green Egg. Like, like just make my food. Let's yeah, 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 yeah. But the Traeger is cool because they I 
I don't know which one they have, but you could still grill on it as well. Some of the yep. Traegers. I think, um, you know, the, the appeal to them too and, and others is that they have the app, right? You can just kind of set and forget yep. it. They've got small kids. They can walk away and, and be done with it. But, you know, to your point, I think, Jonathan, you said is like if you lined up, you know, three different briskets from a Traeger, a Green Egg or whatever, an Oklahoma Joe's, you wouldn't be able to tell which was smoked on which one, right? They're all good. Right. But yeah. I, the whole set it and forget it thing is absolutely correct because I, I kind of do that. But the problem is when you actually forget it and then you go out and check and the temp dropped, you, like I forgot that I had to refill the pellets. So I was just losing heat constantly because <laughs> I forgot about it. And I go out there, I have no fucking wood pellets. Um, and that was a flank steak, by the way, and it did not turn out great. Ooh. But, All right. Yeah. That's okay, though. You know, hey, you live and you learn. You fall on your face a few times, and you you do it again. Yeah. I will say the 100%. one thing that – your one video that you posted that I I just can't do is I, I, I want a Philly cheesesteak. I'm a sucker for a good Philly cheesesteak, and I saw you making yours. And are you going to the butcher and getting it sliced up already, or are you slicing it whenever it gets to you? What are you buying, a strip steak? Yeah, uh, great question. So that was actually a buddy of mine who's from Philly – uh, that was during the the Phillies run in the in the World Series, um, and he made those because he makes an exceptional cheesesteak. Um, and the answer to your question is yes. We've got a phenomenal butcher shop here in town, Darien Butcher Shop. Um, good for this guy Peter Crawford, um, who does a phenomenal job. What they do is he'll go to the butcher shop. They'll freeze a ribeye, like not quite all the way frozen, but they'll mm -hmm. freeze it for a few minutes, and then. Uh, slice it on the meat, um, you know, the, where you do the deli meat. Grinder, yeah, um, grinder, yeah. They'll make you come in at the end of the day after they've made the sandwiches for the day and they'll slice you really, really thin ribeye, which is incredible. Oh, my God. Uh, so they do a really, really nice job. Yeah. Just load me up with mushrooms and banana peppers and but, pepper jack cheese. Yeah. But I was... I was going to say the, the, the cheese on a steak, cheesesteak, it's got to be a white cheese, right? I mean, you're not putting American on a cheesesteak. Yeah. So, like, you, know, you go down to Philly, right? The Philly Purist, it's whiz, right? So, it's like the cheese whiz. Um, this one that my buddy did, which I've tried myself a few times, is called a cheese shingle. So, what you do is you overlap a white American and sharp provolone on each other and create kind of a shingle overlapping one another, and it's dynamite. Oh. His key too. I won't give away his uh, his his trick, but he marinates the the uh, the peppers and onions and something beforehand before gotcha. he does everything. That's his trick. That's his trick. I, uh -huh. I'll tell you, we have a, a local place that we eat lunch at here. Some of the buddies of mine and I, and I think I might have told you, but the Big Mac salad is a must Boy, that you got to make. You did so say that. iceberg lettuce, hamburger, shredded cheese, onion, pickle. Thousand Island dressing, Big Mac salad, boys. It's awesome. No, don't put fries on it. It is incredible. Well, you I could put never... fries on, right? You could. I mean, you're in Pittsburgh. You put fries on anything. Everything. I did a Big Mac. It was, I think I, I might have posted it. This was a while ago, but did a Big Mac pizza. And it was. I saw that. That was a crowd pleaser. We had some friends over that night. And that, uh, so I'll have to do the salad. That's a good call. You did The salad's that. good. Yeah, it's it's good. I mean, I, I, I do the no onion extra pickle. So. Okay. All right. Now on your pizza, did you make the start from scratch or was it like pre-bought dough or pre-bought? 
pre-made dough. I, I do both. I do enjoy making dough. I'll make like a big batch of it and make it. Um, I love which making is dough. Super fun. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. Um, but I've done both. You know, like the kids, and we have people over, and last minute I'll buy the you know the store bought dough sometimes. But typically I'll make it. Yeah, yeah got, you got to follow uh, a kid who I grew up with. He he does pizza way better than I. This the mayor of pizza. If you're looking for another follow on Instagram, the mayor of pizza. Uh, he is, he knows what he's doing there. He's got one of those, it's a big craze. What are they? The Umis, right? The Umi. Yeah. That's, that's another, that's like, that's like the other thing that people are going nuts over. Uh, you can't get them. I mean, again, bud, just give me a pizza. Yeah. Uh, Again, Instagram at starving Marvin jr. Make sure you go follow him, like him. It's pretty cool. Like I said, you, you know, if you're, a little bit of a pinch to make something different. He's got some great ideas on there. And uh, we're going to start rolling into the, the golf segment of this this podcast. But we do want to say first that we have a new partnership for 2023. And it's a good friend of ours. Joyce's Jewelry has come on as a partner of Chase and Birdies. And I will tell you, they, they manufacture a lot of their own jewelry. They have a watch salon authorized dealers of Omega, Breitling, Norcane. So we appreciate them coming on. We'll be doing some fun things with them. There will be a promo code that you can buy uh, some jewelry for your loved ones. And we will provide that promo code probably on the next episode because we haven't done that yet. But stay tuned and make sure you go check out Joyce'sJewelry.com. All right, bud. Good, good to read there. I want to get something for my wife. Um, that, there you uh, go. Always uh, brownie points. Those are good. Yeah, good brownie points. <laughs> so I'm, I'm looking at you right now, Starvin, and I see behind you, you have Fisher's yeah. Island right there, a plaque behind you. I see yeah. you have another another sketch of a course above your head. Um, So you're just a golf nut like we all are. Yeah. yeah. Love it. In your neck of the woods, though, man. And we had this Stupid. discussion with Marcus Allen. Marcus Allen said, where do you think the best region of golf is? And it's undoubtedly the Northeast, period, or none. And you, my friend, being where you are, it's loaded. So, you know, what's it like for you? You get a chance to go play some of the, you know, the the courses on the island over there. Um, where are you playing locally, regularly, and, you know, a little bit about where you're at up there. Yeah, we are. Uh, I agree. I think we've got some of the best per capita golf anywhere. Um, you know, you drive – a little bit south, right? You're in Westchester. I mean, there's there's so many. Even the big names outside of Wingfoot and, and others, there's so many. And then the island, forget it. Um, yeah, I've been very lucky. A lot of it's work-related. I would say 80% of my golf is client-driven work, travel on the road, which is great. Um, it's good to be in sales, I guess, when it comes to golf. And then my yeah. wife's very cool. Uh, the other 20%, I do a big trip with high school buddies, big trip nice. with college buddies, um, and she does give me some freedom during COVID that turned into like maybe four or five trips instead of two. Uh, so she does give me some, some freedom and flexibility, but yeah, there's so much great golf. I was a member for, for years at an old Willie park, 1898 new Haven country club Ooh. that I was at for years. Great spot, a uh, little hidden gem. Um, and then it just, you know, b- between travel and work and all that. Um, so I'm actually in between, we're on a wait list at one of the clubs here, uh, but do get to get down to Wingfoot. You mentioned before once in a while. I did get out to Shinnecock this fall uh, mm. and play there. West Hampton, which is, you know, one a little bit under the radar with some of the big ones out there, is a, is a dynamite spot. Uh, National was able to play there earlier this year. So, um, 
I would, and you know, all my buddies call me America's guest, which, listen. <laughs> he is. I accept it. And yeah. you know what? It sounds like you're a little, I mean, jealous, but no. uh, it's it's not easy being I'm America's you. guest. Well, yeah, partially being <laughs> you. It's not easy being America's guest because you're getting pulled in so many directions, starving, right? Like, I mean, like, I, I foot, uh, shinny, like, which one do you want to do today? I hate being America's guest. I just, I hate <laughs> not being able to reciprocate, right? And again, in between clubs right now, which which it is what it is, right? No big deal. Um, but I hate not being able to be like, hey, come by my place. Or let's get, you know, let's get together, which, which will happen, right? We'll get there. Um, and it's just, it's embarrassing, right? When you show up to a member guest and it says, you know, Pat Ferris, E-Club of Connecticut, right? That is super, <laughs> super embarrassing. Club, so. A buddy of mine brought me out to his member guest at Sakonet, which is a beautiful uh, sister course to Newport Country Club in Rhode Island. And he couldn't do it. He's like, Pat, I'm not putting E-Club on there. He's like, we'll, we'll put New Haven on there just because he <laughs> I can't do it. And you, you get there and it's like LA Country Club, right? The Country Club, Newport, Sakonet. Yeah. And you got me, E-Club, which he said he wouldn't, he couldn't do it. So I get it. I totally get it. Yeah, but you know, but it's that's, just... that's the beautiful thing about it is you're making relationships and, and that means you're, you're liked, right? I mean, people want to have you. If you weren't liked, Starvin, you wouldn't be playing all these places all the time, right? True. I, I, I'd so, like to think so. I'd like to think so. I'm a good time, right? I don't take myself seriously in the golf course. Certainly don't take myself seriously in the kitchen. And, you know, I don't care if you're a two, a plus two, a 16, a 36. I'm out there to have a good time. Have fun. Yeah, yeah. That's it. They say Shinnecock, though, is just one for the one for the books. Man. I it, mean. Incredible. It's incredible. Uh, uh, until... I was very fortunate. Went out to Cyprus in May of 2022 mm. this year. But before that, that's my number one. Uh, again, I haven't played Pine Valley. I haven't played Augusta. Cyprus is you played. your number one? Uh, Cyprus is one. But before I played Cyprus May, Shinny, uh, Shinny was number one. Uh, so that's so, my number two. That place is special. So Shinny is right next to National, right? Mm -hmm. Like, Yeah. I mean, it's like a fence. On top of each other. And then Sabonic is literally right next door. Like all then, three of them are right there. I mean, that's insane. Southampton, which you can see from, I want to say, 12 and 11 at Shinnecock, you can see Southampton, which is another great course. And that's Maidstone, right? There. Maidstone's a little bit further, um, but all four of them are right there. So Southampton, I think it's Southampton Country Club or Southampton Golf Club, Shinny, Sabonic, and National. In fact, I want to say the second and third hole go right up against the 11th. At national and then literally there's a road that you go right through that you goes right through the middle and center of shinnecock and national like literally a main road that goes right through it and you had mentioned the, the peanut butter and jelly with bacon at shinny and that sounds phenomenal oh i might have misspoke that's fishers uh oh fishers maybe i misspoke or no 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 it was probably me um i'm trying to think shinnecock um you know national's known for their south side the drink right i don't know if pittsburgh if you have south sides that's their drink we have Nashville, a south side a place. Yeah, it's uh, it's almost like a mojito, um, either with rum or vodka. But then national, what they're known for is that you do the full lobster lunch, right? You got to throw on a jacket before you even get a menu. You have a chilled lobster sitting in front of you, and then have oh a meal God. and go play golf, which is not easy. Um, Shinnecock, I want to. I don't know if they're known for anything food wise. Signature golf. Yeah, their south side is not not good at all, but uh, that clubhouse is, you know, you have lunch in the back patio is second to none.
Have you been to Muirfield? I've not. I've not. So they're known for their milkshakes. Oh. And their milkshakes. It's called Buckeye. I think it's like chocolate, half a banana, peanut butter. Extra malt. Extra malt. Half a yeah. Booze in them too? Or no, just I mean I'm sure you can, but but we just but those bastards, dude, I mean, they go down. Oh, they're so good. But I I love that how every place has like what are they known for? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I love that. What's that? One course I I want to play up in your neck of the woods, Sleepy Hollow. That's that one's a good one. I actually just um my 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 brother in law, his father runs a charity golf tournament. I just was out there uh in september um that that place is really really cool we can do that one we got to get you guys in town and and get out there um yeah we would love to come up that we way just um a good buddy of ours uh plays for the new york rangers and um that's where i went to wingfoot and played with him oh cool and that's what he said he's ever living by westchester and i drove by the westchester country club and i'm like holy shit that place looks beautiful but again oh. you don't know anything about it right like it's just it's like it's it's incredible how much golf is in New York that just people forget about. Yeah, it's, I mean we you, we just named a bunch of the 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 big ones, right? But Westchester is one, which is probably up there with some of the big ones. But then you've got you know Bron, uh, Bonnie Bray, you've got Century, you've got um, you mentioned Sleepy Hollow. There's so many that it's, are just under the radar too. Um, what's the other one oh, across from Wingfoot is Quaker Ridge, which is yeah, it's unreal. Um, and if it wasn't across the street from Wingfoot, it'd probably just be just as big as Wingfoot. Um, you got me what thinking you- about milkshakes now. You just reminded me there's the the booze ones. So our beach club in town is Tokenique. They do a Hummer, and it's like a vanilla milkshake with I think Bailey's and a bunch of different Ooh. kinds of booze in it. And it's funny. There's they do the same one down at Jonathan's Island in um, uh, Vero Beach. And I can't go to dinner at our beach club and not order one after dinner. It is dynamite. So we'll have to get you a Hummer at some point, Joe. Yeah, that I would I would crush that. Um, <laughs> and and people, you guys are out there listening right now. I know you all are hungry. And if you look at Starver Marvin Jr.'s Instagram page, you're gonna even be hungrier. I mean, this guy has it loaded out. Pepper did I see a pepperoni roll on your page? Yes, yes, yep. Which is, that's an easy one. That's like leftover pizza dough. We were talking before making pizza dough, and that's an easy one for sure. I also see you're, you're, you're pretty close buddies, and he's a supporter of the brand, Warren Sapp, which is kind of random, right? Is it? It's totally random. Um, I well, love you're golfing Warren. with a guy. He's rocking your, your gear. Yeah, so that came about. Um, my father does a lot of um, fundraising and charitable work down in Florida. They live down in Jupiter. Um, in the last couple of years, he's done a bunch of the fundraising for Joe Namus charity golf tournament, um, which is a, an awesome cause. They, they, they partnered with a lot of, um, raising money for veterans. So anyway, my dad says, Hey, you, you want to come down and play in the tournament this year? And I said, yeah, I'd love to. And he goes, all right, who do you want to play with? I'm like, dad, I don't care. I'm just happy to be there. Right. Pair me with whoever. He gives you like three names. I'm like, I have no idea who those people are. So I go, how about Warren Sapp? And he goes, let me, let me. Let me check it out. So five minutes later, he's like, yep, you're in. I go play with Warren. He was so much fun. Like one of the nicest, most outgoing, just down to earth, great guy. He and I hit it off. We played around of golf. We stayed in touch. We text. We FaceTime once in a while. And he's become a buddy. Just a, that's awesome. A really good guy. Yeah. That's the game of golf, man. Isn't that funny how it does that? 
it's amazing, right? Like two guys would never cross paths ever on right. a career, but great cause, great course. Uh, we had a great time. He just had a documentary come out. Um, it's supposed to be phenomenal. I haven't seen it yet, but it's supposed to be really, really good. I think around CTE and some of his experience uh, as an NFL player, but really good guy. Yeah, that's 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 remarkable, man. He was always fun to kind of. I th- I think he did some broadcasting at some point. Maybe he still does. Yeah, I think he was NFL Network. And, yeah, you know, then you know, went off and did something else. But again, yeah. you know, he's very involved in some of these charities, and uh, it's cool to see like the fraternity. I mean, the, the name of of pros and former players at this tournament. I mean, Joe Namath obviously won, but mm-hmm. Bobby Orr, there was Lawrence Taylor, um, mm-hmm. Reggie Jackson, Jeff Batley, just a, a whole slew. And there's, it's, crazy, yeah. it's cool to see them at the lunch or dinner table. And they just kind of have this fraternal camaraderie mm-hmm. uh, of all going on this circuit of, you know, raising money and supporting a great cause. So it's cool to see. And that's why we started the Chase and Birdies podcast because Everyone in life is chasing birdies. It doesn't matter if you play golf or not. In some capacity, you know, you're chasing birdies. And mm-hmm. all these athletes and celebrities and, and uh, Instagram cooks um, <laughs> are the best at what they do, yet golf is the middle for all of us, right? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, we wouldn't be talking to you if you weren't a golfer or whatever. I mean, totally. it, it's just it's – a, it's a crazy sport that you can play forever, Um so what? It's a beautiful thing. A little bit of golf. A little thing. bit of golf talk. I see your heart for whalers um, over your shoulder. Yes, that was uh, I '96. I cried the day they left. Um, it was cool because I grew up in Simsbury, which was like 20 minutes northwest of Hartford. But they used to practice at, at Avon Old Farm, so a bunch of them lived uh. in town. A bunch of them belonged to the little, you know, country club, Hot Meadow they mentioned before. Uh, and Mike Leute and Dave Tippett used to live in our street, so we'd be playing street hockey see their Mercedes Benz come by at the pull the goals and they, you know, wave and Hey boys, you know, have fun. And yeah. it was super cool. But yeah, it's uh, it was a shame I mean, a tough loss for the city of Hartford, but you know, they've gone on to the, to Carolina. Um, They're thriving there. So I know, I know, but I do always tune in for the, the two games a year where they wear the throwbacks some, some of so the best good. uniforms good of, uh, in sports. Uh, it's, it's great. Exactly. I was at the UConn Villanova game last night and I just, I love every time you look up in the, the rafters there, the Excel Center, and see all the retired jerseys from the Whalers. It's uh, yeah. very nostalgic. It's good to see. It is. Yeah. Hartford Whalers. Uh, what is it? The Nordiques? Quebec Nordiques? Yeah, or whatever Quebec they were. Nordiques. Um, Minnesota North Stars, right? Yep. Winnipeg Jets. There's, some, there's yep. some good ones. So it was just announced recently that the live golfers can play in the Masters, um, which is, you know, me, that's – that's fine. But w- what's your take? I mean, it's open for discussion. Live versus PGA? Yeah, with the, the guys being able to come back and play in the Masters. Yeah, I have no problem. And listen, I think you know the game of golf, as we started at the beginning of the, the top of the show here, is like the game of golf has grown exponentially, right? Tiger Woods obviously being at the top of the list there. I'm a huge Tiger fan. I'm, I'll mm-hmm. debate anyone that he's not great for the game of golf because I think anytime he's in the hunt, more people tune in than not. I, I love yep. Tiger. I honestly don't care this whole live PGA thing. Um, I do wish that the players, and I think it was Harold Varner that just finally said it. Like I, I did it for the money, right? Like I've got a family. I've worked my absolute, you know what off my entire mm-hmm. career. Like Mr. Reporter, Mrs. Reporter, you take a check in your hand for 200 million and try not to give it back. Like, 
I, I love his approach and the way he just said it. Um, you know, I've always been a big fan of Phil and Brooks and all these guys, but just there, say there, that hey, you're, you're, yeah. you're, 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 I feel like Pat Perez is the greatest example, right? That guy has absolutely grinded his entire yes. life, right? To make a living, which you see the glitz and glamour, but you don't see them living out of their car, right? On the, you know, buy.com tour back in the day. It's it's for the money, and I have no problem with that. But they just that to was say, my issue. Just need to say that was my issue. I I was like, oh, we get to play in fifteen events, and I'll be home with my family more, dude. Bullshit. Like, yeah. just say what it is. It's it's for the money, and I would I would respect it more than anything because, like you said, have somebody hand you a two hundred million dollar check and and then want to give it back. Yeah, good You're luck. Not going to good luck. Yeah, I don't care how much money you have. It's two hundred million dollars. But the only reason I, Phil Mickelson did this is because Phil Mickelson is in financial disarray from all his gambling. So, yeah. okay, don't sit here and say, I mean, there's a couple things that I've had issues with. Greg Norman, he's been tr trying to do this since 1993. He's had a hard-on for the PGA Tour. Why, I don't know. Uh, and then all these players just basically saying, oh, we're playing 15 events, yet then they're going to play in you know, 18, 20 events. And they're, it's just, uh, yeah. The way Augusta did it is, I think, the right way. You know, what Fred Ridley wrote, you know, it's, it's a game of champions, so to speak, and past Masters winners should be invited back to play, whether they're on, you know. Yeah, so, I, and at the end of the day, watching the Masters with the best players in the world is what anybody wants. Yeah, I, I totally. Everybody's going to follow that, though. You watch. I, yeah, yeah, I agree. US Open, yep. If the Masters would have said, I think if the I think Augusta would if the Augusta didn't want them there they wouldn't have even made a statement I don't think I just think that they wouldn't have invited them right and then I bet you the USGA the PGA and then the Royal RNA uh, would have done the same thing just not invite them that's mm -hmm. I mean now you watch all these guys will be in the majors hundred percent Augusta is the gold standard everyone else will follow suit and I, listen I have no problem with that you you want to tune into the majors especially to yeah. watch the best players in the world. I don't care if they're on the live, the PGA, the Horn Ferry. Who cares? We want to see the best golf and the best mm -hmm. courses. That's it. And yeah, it'll it'll be interesting to see how the other ones follow suit. But like you said, Pep, I, I agree with you. I think I think they'll follow the way Augusta did. So um, you know what I'm excited about? Well, you guys got to get out here, and we'll we'll, we'll come and, and host you. Is Ryder Cup when it's in Long Island? I mean, can you imagine the energy in the tons? Uh, well, that's at Beth Page, I think, in 2026, 20, right? Because it goes overseas next one, and then the next one yeah. uh, back I'm here back. on home soil is, is Beth no. Page. And we got to get you guys out for that, but we'll get you out before then. Holy yeah, no. and obviously. That's going to be rowdy. We got to get some kibasi going. Have you guys done that one? Have you done Beth Page Black? Yeah, no, we'll no. Do that for sure. I haven't. I So I did this last year. I did, played it from the tips. And a buddy of mine, we got paired up with this kid who I think had been division two, got in a car accident, was was building his way back to go and try and go pro again. And this kid was so fun to watch. He shot a 71, uh, I think, in bogey two of the last three holes. I mean, this kid's game was impeccable. Wow. I shot 86 and felt like I shot a 71. <laughs> we had thunderstorms in the first hole. I shit you not, hail on the second hole. And then rain, and then it, 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 it went out. But it was – that's a test of golf. Um, that, that is I hear it's really hard. It's hard. Yeah. Uh, but it's just amazing that that is a public facility, and it is kept in just unbelievable shape. Uh, it's a special, that's a special one for sure.
Well, again, man, getting back to that, up in your neck of the woods, and even here in the in Pittsburgh, but mainly, you know, that whole Philly section up in New York, Connecticut. I mean, God dang, the golf is just so damn good. I know. It's you we're just spoiled. Like the days, man. Spoiled. Um, but listen, we uh it's been awesome kind of getting to hear your stories. And now, you know, when I give you a follow on Instagram, I'm gonna feel like I know you because we had this conversation. <laughs> I'm gonna try to mimic what you're doing. Um, especially maybe for the Super Bowl coming up. Who knows? But um you gotta put some Super Bowl recipes out. Um you're on. Consider we, that. Done. Yeah. Yeah. A little pressure on you there, Starvin. Um, Please bring it on. <laughs> we're going to turn this over to our last segment of the show called the Tap In segment presented by Betnardi Golf. Check them out online at betnardi.com. Great putters. Jonathan's going to ask you four or five questions at the man, your quick witted response. And uh, you, my friend, take it away. All right, Starvin. Favorite golf club for food and what item? I'm going to stick with my original comment. Fisher's Island, peanut butter, jelly, and bacon. Mm. White bread. It's the simple things in life. On-course drink. Transfusion. Well, do you know the transfusion, this is going to extend the tap-in segment a little bit, but the transfusion originated out of Augusta National, and it's actually called a confusion. The transfusion is the non-alcoholic version. Oh. So we had somebody that played Augusta on our show, and they told us that he asked for a transfusion. They said, you mean a confusion? The transfusion doesn't have alcohol. So you know what's so, so funny? That's the, it's the first time I've ever heard that because when I met my wife, her family, long uh, family at Country Club at Fairfield, and they used to drink transfusions. I'm like, I've never heard of that, and they were always without alcohol when they were growing up as kids. That now makes go. sense. Look at that. There it is. Favorite golf course logo? Ooh. I'm going to go Wingfoot. I'm wearing it, so I got to... It's so hard to beat. That's a good one. Um, If you've ever been there. Um, What are you chasing? Birdies. There it is, buddy. See? That was a good answer. Tap in. We couldn't have teed him up anymore. That's... Hey, my public school education there at its finest right there. (laughs) (laughs) Chasing hoagie rolls. Let's go. There we go. There we go. Hey guys, be sure to check out Starvin Marvin on Instagram, Starvin Marvin Jr. for Junior. He puts up some great reels, great videos, and some great recipes, man. So, um, man, it was awesome having you on, and uh, definitely got to peg it up with you this year. That's a must. Done and done, guys. This was awesome. This was a lot of fun. Um, I love the podcast. You guys do a phenomenal job. I don't know that I'm worthy of being on here with some of the guests that you've had before me, but truly a pleasure and uh, really appreciate it. Anytime, my man. Starving Marvin Jr. He's got me starving right now. Um, oh my really God. appreciated him coming on. I've been, ch- like he said, I've been chasing him around a little bit, right? I mean, and I did send him a DM, and that's why he was on. And Bass chirped me. But you know what? One of the funniest things of all time I- on Chasing Birdies happened in this episode, and it was hilarious. <laughs> How, what are the chances I click on one of his things and he's like, I'm at my brother's burger shop. So I take that for what it is. My man's got a brother in Denver who makes burgers. And I'm all... No. So your brother has a restaurant in Denver. He's a... Me? Huh? Oh my God. That was funny as shit. Anything that I take from this conversation does... Uh, you know, we, we enjoy food. You know, when the boys go away. I don't think that we go and enjoy the... the food as well as we could if that makes sense like, like we said no, what do you mean by that 
I feel like we settle a little bit. Like we just pick a restaurant, we look it up. Okay, we'll go there. Like we need to do a little digging before we get to a place. Like us going to Tampa here uh, for B Cats's birthday um, in in a week and a half. We're gonna play Old Memorial with a couple of the boys, and we're staying overnight. I don't know, dude. Are we eating there? Should we go f- go get some flavor in the town? Do we talk to the members and tell us where to go? You, you see what I'm saying? I don't think we dig deep enough. Well, the problem is last time we tried to go out to eat, but you got sick. So it was just me and BK rolling through Georgia, Atlanta. That was Atlanta. Peach tree, right? Yeah, that was, yeah, that was peach, peach tree. tree. But I'm all for it. Listen, dude, I, you put a good, especially a good p- piece of seafood from down there. Just seafood, sushi. I'm a, I mean, steaks, we're Tampa, bud. Listen, the steak thing, I can appreciate a really good steak dinner. But at the same time, dude, you know, it's like Texas Roadhouse to me is just bomb. It's just bomb. Gutter palate. I mean, but my man thinks the Texas Roadhouse is really good. Fort Worth ribeye, baby. Hey, guys, we have a, uh, a new sponsor here on the show coming up here for 2023. Vincent Jets. Check them out online at vincentjets.com. If you're on the East Coast, you need a little PJ somewhere. They service everywhere. New Jersey, New York area. Get you over here for some good golf to Pittsburgh. We'll catch it on the way back with you. And it'll be a good time. So check them out online, VincentJets.com. They are based out of uh, out of the, the Northeast. So uh, got a lot of destinations they can get you to. Um, it mm-hmm. is the way to travel. As you know, bud, I mean. No, no I, I, listen, I'm... I'm it's it's the pe- it's contingent upon the trip where it's at, you know, whole nine yards. But we won't get into that. Right. Um, but yeah. I do have to say I'm really looking forward to, um, you know, we aren't we're, we're flying commercial to Tampa, and I'm really looking forward to playing Old Memorial Saturday and Sunday oh with you, B Cats, and a couple of the boys down there. Uh, kind of see where the game the game uh-huh. aligns right now. I, you got like three of your new clubs in. So you don't even have all your irons, bud. You're bringing a mixture of last year's and I'm this year's. Me, other than hitting a few balls, it's going to be tough. Going back to November now, it's just going to be tough. But I'll tell you one thing for certain. We're going to laugh our asses off of BK all over that place. It's and gonna be fun. it's, it's going to be good to see. I'm telling you. So, man. But you guys out there, man, we appreciate the love. We appreciate everything y'all have done for us in 2022. And now we are going to continue to do this thing here in 2023. We're trying to switch some things up, get some cool things out your way, some good merch, do some cool sponsorships, whole nine yards. just sounds cool. And also, if you're not in the position well, but, I mean, to wait. Before you get off. Or spring. Yeah, well, before you. You got to go to Nemecol. Well, before you get off, but you're going this weekend to a big celebration. Mm-hmm. I mean, this isn't just, um, you know, our birthday party. It's not B-Cat's birthday party, right? But uh, you're fortunate enough to be very, very close with Mr. Joe Hardy, who is turning 100 years old mm-hmm. Saturday. Yep. And you are going to the birthday party there for him at uh, beautiful Nemecolon. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you'll have to tell the boys a little bit about that because, bud, I'm on the outside looking in. I can't, yeah. I mean, I can't get in that door. Um, but... It's going to be really cool. And uh, 100 years old, what that guy has done is truly incredible. Um, I know you can oh talk God, a little bit about your relationship with him. So, Yeah, no, I mean, it's just, it's been, yeah, he, he was like a mentor to me. Um, so God bless him, man. Turning 100, they're going to do a, 
shindig up there and um it's just a beautiful place um Nemecolon has everything for anyone period mm-hmm. all walks of life it's wonderful so you need to go see it check them out online at nemecolon.com that's a second ad we just talked about that's good so but let's roll it on out of here i got yes, to, i got shit to do i mean right. i i'm i'm seven days away from all right my Tampa, man. which means i need to start packing um you know, thank you to Holders and Born for outfitting the boys for the year again. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, I'm going to pack a bunch of that new stuff in there. Um, go to chasingbirdies.com. Check out some of the new stuff we have. Check our Instagram out at chasing underscore birdies. We're going to do things a little differently. Like Ryan said, they're going to do a lot on there with uh, shirts, hats, hoodies, all that jazz. Go check them out. DM us. We'll ship it right to you. Hey guys, thank y'all for listening to another episode of Chasing Birdies. Thank you to Jacqueline and Rachel for all your social media help and Evo over there at Simpler Media putting this thing together. We'll catch y'all in two.